So, here we are. Welcome back to... Dan. <laughs> it's the year of the Start week. Over. Start over. No, it's the year of the week, and we are off of our summer hiatus. Welcome back. This is... Should we... I guess we could just pretend it's season two yeah. of year of the week. Well, we've... We, well, I, I've traveled to the heights of the Poconos, mm-hmm. to the Great River, Erie. Yes. This summer. The Great Lake Erie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all the travel. But it seems like, well, yeah. No, we went to Hilton Head as well. Ah. So all the hot spots. Everywhere Many East go. Coast hot spots. And in the United States. Yeah. And mostly the United States. Like the early United States. The colonial. Colonial. Era. Yeah. <laughs> the 13 colonies. That, I, don't, I don't recognize any other state, to be honest. <laughs> Actually, I heard there was another state called Franklin. I just read the headline. In Tennessee, there was a state called Franklin that was a state for four years. And it's not a state anymore. They were the ones who got wiped out by the um, Croatan monsters? No, it was uh, Daniel Boone. Ah, had something that to guy. do with that. Yeah. That freaking crook. <laughs> We've, talked about, We've talked about him before, right? I don't know. It, we have to keep... We cannot let this become a diatribe <laughs> Daniel on Daniel Boone, Boone again. Or, you know what, or Davy Crockett, because they're six of one, a half dozen the other. Sure. It's a bunch of oiled up ferrets writhing around a human shape. <laughs> now, when, when I was a kid, you, you know, I'm, I'm originally from Kentucky. We revere Daniel Boone mm-hmm. a, a great deal there. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember his connection to Kentucky. But. Well, he, he, he was uh, traipsing around there. That's, uh, that doesn't sound heroic. No, he, I think he I honestly think he was a hero. I, I think, think he was, was like flipping houses, a colonial style. No, that's Paul Bunyan. No, <laughs> that's flipping flapjacks. You got to you got to wear <laughs> got to wear butter on your feet. But um, oh, he was in a real estate sense. Yeah, was, he was grabbing uh, land and then selling. He was a it. La- land grabber. Yeah, and like yeah. I think not not morally upright in his. No, uh, I don't. Business. He was front. He was a frontiers man, and he was covered with ferrets. So, so but, but imagine what kind of person would turn his back on civilization, <laughs> unless you absolutely had to. I know, a guy, but, with, a guy with secrets. Okay, <laughs> but you're talking about secrets, civilization yeah. in the, what the 1600s, 1700s. Yeah, where you could get a where 1800s. You could get bread. I have no idea. You could what? <laughs> you could get bread. Right. That's some place you could get bread. Now you can't get bread. Where if we, if you were injured, you wouldn't just have to like saw your arms off. Right. Which He's is, sucking bark. Wait for a deer to eat you. Right. Yeah. Some men prefer solitude. I think you're both making some excellent points. Have you ever seen the movie with Robert Redford? He's an Indian slayer. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't Jeremiah, want to be. Jeremiah, Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah. That's the one where people all think it's ben, or, uh, Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what Zach Galifianakis based his whole shit on, was that movie. Right. Yeah. All right. Should we get on with year of the week? What is year of the week? Well, 
For those who are just joining us for this new season, every episode we're going to go deep on a particular year. We've covered some exciting years in season one. Uh, 96 was one of them. 55, 1955 was another one. Hot one. Today, back into season two, we're going to start off with... 93. 93, that's right. So let's go over what we heard in the intro. If we remember, it was like 10 minutes ago. I think the first thing we heard, that was Walker, Texas Ranger, starring... Chuck Norris, original name, I just read this, Carlos. He was not born under the name of Chuck, but it was Carlos. So Chuck Norris, his deal was, he was like the great white hope of martial arts, I feel like, in the 70s, right? First, he was like the bad guy. He was like a bad guy in a Bruce Lee movie, but then he sort of became the white karate guy. Well, I think his thing was whatever Bruce Lee could do, I can do half as well, but while wearing jeans. (laughs) Yeah, no shirt. (laughs) Maybe beard. I don't don't think he had a beard early on. No, I don't think so. A beard was hiding things, just like Daniel Boone. Yeah. Yeah. um, So, yeah. And so then just like, so he went and used his karate in Texas. I guess the other question is Walker, his first name, last name. Does anybody find out? I don't think I ever saw 30 seconds of that TV show. I'm going to say that he was a zombie and that's what they called him. He was one of those walkers, as they call it. I yeah. see. That would have been a better show. Probably. Yeah. You could show me 10 minutes of Touched by an Angel and tell me it was Walker, Texas Ranger, and I would absolutely believe you, most likely. You could show me 10 minutes of Love Boat, and I'd be like, well, let's just watch the rest of this episode. Yeah. And just forget about Walker, Texas Ranger. That's when it gets its yeah. hooks Walker's in Walker's the Texas yeah. Ranger. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is a the I have to mention the famous episode with Haley Joel Osment, who could see dead people. Yeah, and apparently Haley Joel in this episode had AIDS. He had and, contracted. Uh, the... He had con- contracted AIDS, and Walker, I think, was the one who had to break the news to him. Yeah, yeah. So it was, <laughs> it was pretty good. Timmy, pretty. You got full blown AIDS. <laughs> You're right. Uh, yeah. Go so tell up, your dad. <laughs> up next, so that made its debut in 1993, right against. Jurassic Park, which is basically the same plot, just in dinosaur form. Yes. <laughs> if, if you imagine uh, dinosaurs being the HIV virus and the park being <laughs> Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, that's what, that's what I meant. Um, well, no, that was the first CGI. Uh, the first, you know, people were, they thought those dinosaurs were real. We, we some were, people, we some were dumb so people. stupid back then. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're, now we're all very savvy. I was just, uh, you know, I remember just being so captivated by the wonder of it all, you know, until uh, Newman got his face melted off. Well, that, that might have been the best part. Yeah, yeah. It was good. He deserved it. Yeah, yeah. it was disgusting. What? No, Why? Just because of, of his villainry. Remember when he villainy. remember when he set villainy. up his, villainry? his <laughs> computer? Villainry? villainry is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it might thing. be something. It's like carpentry. <laughs> villainry. <laughs> but he tried to get into his computer and he'd go, uh, uh, uh. uh yeah. Infuriating. Really, that was annoying. And Sam Jackson smoking cigarettes? All the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So Jurassic Park, 93, that just changed our world of what what we could see on the screen and now nothing is real i saw a ship full of skeletons and it turns out it was not real it was fake it was ray harryhausen recreating the ship (laughs) you might be thinking of the voyage of sinbad i think from like 1920 or something whenever so what i had done is i had i had panicked and i had taken all of my bonds that i've been saving and just burned them your bonds i mean (laughs) thinking that the skeletons would be afraid of fire 
Oh, yeah. Skeletons aren't afraid of fire. Where'd you get that from? I don't know. They love fire. They dance on it because they can. They don't have any skin to burn off. That's a good point. Yeah, with skeletons, you want a blunt-edged weapon, Fred. Yeah, like a bowling ball. That's what you want to do. You try and get them to group up and then roll something like a bowling ball towards them. Do you know the thing about Jurassic Park with those dinosaurs that we saw? The world had never seen a dinosaur being recreated since Land of the Lost. So that was like their only, it was Land of the Lost, then Jurassic Park. That would be scary. And, and a lot of people thought, well, this is fake because Land of the Lost, that's real. But the Sleestacks, were, were they descended directly from the dinosaurs? They were half polywog <laughs> and half mermaid. You know, Dan did study biology. I was a biology major. <laughs> yeah. I uh, My dissertation was on the Sleestack <laughs> leader, Gargon. No, I don't know. Those, those Sleestacks were terrifying. Yeah, it yeah. was just their I mean, I'm not breaking slow movement. Here. Yeah, we well, really... and their eyes. It was uh, the whole thing. Whole I think we talked eyes. about last time with the they, that that was the um, the puppet people. The puppet people. Yeah, the weirdo. The banana people. splits. The bana- uh, banana splits seals people. and Croft. Se- <laughs> no, what is what seals and Croft? What are they? It was uh, are they? No, that was Henley and Fry. That <laughs> 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 they did the puppets. It was uh, Crockett and Tubbs. God, that, maybe, that'll, maybe that'll maybe we'll return to that. It'll, Seals and Croft sounds right, or Crockett and Tubbs. Summer breeze. Yeah, it's somebody and somebody. Yeah, Golan and Globus. <laughs> they they did Superman movies, <laughs> or the fourth one. All right, so so that was Jurassic Park, nineteen ninety three. We heard next up was David Letterman talking about. Uh, getting moved to cbs uh, that was when this is when uh, johnny carson retired and it was a big people really gave a shit about yeah. this story people it's kind of strange that this was all you could hear about yeah and and, I'm, I'm very much on the record and having a distaste for johnny carson yeah but i i think it's baseless and has <laughs> there's no ground this wanted to point to the record in case this has to be read in court <laughs> right. you're real anti-carson i mean the, the 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 partisan debate is between letterman and leno but i think in general everybody <laughs> reveres yeah carson no no I and that's why he doesn't like carson no this i, I think this i think this is well worn, just like jesus well-worn territory <laughs> But to me, like the way hippies felt about like Madison Avenue squares, it just felt so much like he was just that. He was like this yeah, I, old, unfunny, just like right. massive. I, I think if you're looking at, you know, our childhood in like the late 80s and early 90s, I think that's what it was. But if you watch some of the old 70s when it was just fully yeah. nuts nuts and stupid when they were all drunk and like smoking cigarettes and stuff and it was paul lind and like right yeah right yeah, I, also it's more profoundly racist more yeah per, more profoundly racist yeah i right. mean specifically johnny carson though. yeah like he never really? yeah he never had bill cosby on how racist is that well actually <laughs> yeah he might have been on at something i don't actually know if that's <laughs> might have been ahead not. of the curve so, on that one. But the you know you is- know who did punch uh bill cosby was tommy smothers why <laughs> Why did he do that? He, Could have been the other way around, honestly. Yeah. It was always, that's always a weird thing. You hear about the Smothers Brothers, and you hear that they were kind of edgy, and yeah. one was a psycho. He said that, that Bill Cosby wasn't doing enough for the black people. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, lastly, that was uh, Larry King interviewing Prince. Uh, that was the year that Prince changed his name to the symbol for those of you who don't remember at some point prince i think it was on his birthday he changed his name he's like i'm no longer prince prince by the way is was his uh given name and then he changed it to the symbol i mean what was the story that was mainly be 
to get out of a contract or something like that. Yeah, I think right? anything released under the name of Prince would be the property of Sony. Sony. I mean, this is the property of Sony, isn't it? I think yeah. so. Aren't I the property of Sony? They don't want it, but they do own it. <laughs> I, yeah. bought it. Oh. I bought a Sony Veo in 1999, and since <laughs> yeah. then they've owned it. You those. signed that contract in blood. <laughs> What's a Sony Veo? A TV? No, they're one of their computers. Triniton. I got a Trini- Triniton. <laughs> was that, that was like their TV, right? That was like yeah, yeah. Their, the flat screen. You're like, oh, I got a flat screen TV. Yeah. It weighs 1,300 pounds, and yeah. you need to get all your friends to help you move it into your shitty apartment. Yeah, and, totally. And <laughs> people who don't live in Brooklyn, you will still see those yeah. on the street oh, with a like the the sign, sign that <laughs> yeah. says, works. Yeah, <laughs> question mark. Please take this. <laughs> Yeah. Please take works. I have definitely put one on the sidewalk yeah, myself I have with too. the with the sticky note on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no bed bugs. <laughs> right. So, uh, anyways, that was Larry King. Larry King was very confused because, like, if you're Larry King, you're not changing your name to. I mean, what would Larry King change his name to? What symbol would piss, he make? Piss clown. A piss clown. <laughs> like a picture of a piss clown, or the sound think, of a clown. Pissing. I think that would just be the name. Just piss one clown. word, all lowercase letters. Piss clown. <laughs> no way to write it. Just has to be played. <laughs> Can he, can he say piss clown? <laughs> he's still with us unless by the time this is released, he may die. But uh, he's one of those lifelong. I mean, did he smoke? He seems like he yeah. was. He, had, he was also like the Bob Barker of womanizing. Right. Yeah. Like, right. Like smoking, a, drinking and womanizing. Yeah. yeah. He, and, he's known as a, and, one of the great party animals. And yet he's immortal. Right. I think. He, but he looks like if you uh, like ripped a shell off a turtle. <laughs> yeah. And right. he has since like he was in his 20s, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was his shtick. That was his thing. He's like, everybody's looking good. Everybody's looking like Tab Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Tab Hunter. <laughs> Is that a real name? I, I think so. Like I don't have any idea. It has a lot of veracity to yeah. it, though. I- all right. So, anyways, that was all in 1993. That was the intro, and that's the end of the show. All right, we Thanks did it, everybody. Uh, no, that's, sorry, you're not, you're not off the you're not off the hook yet, Wait. audience. So, what do we do here at uh, Year of the Week? We're actually just going to go through one headline per month, and uh, uh, our research team has picked out the top headline of 1993 for each month. And that's how we're gonna go through the year. And if we're lucky, uh, we also have a time machine. Now we have to dust it off, but we have a time machine that's gonna allow us to talk to somebody from 1993. It's gonna be pretty exciting. I'm excited. To Probably see Seinfeld. It might be Seinfeld. <laughs> it could be a Sleestack. <laughs> No, again, there were no Sleestacks in 1993. No, they, they're still around. The Sleest- they don't just disappear. We have to ask listeners to go subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts. We should not even put this at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, no shit. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. We're at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> we're at the be- beginning of the podcast. Well, for which, Christ's which we sake, let's get to it then. Let's ask. Well, it's not ask. It's just please well, do it. No, not even say please. No, just do it. Please. Just do it. Yeah, what the I'm, fuck? I'm, I'm, You're I'm, so busy? I'm sick and tired of our Gen Xers saying, I don't know how to do it. Just do it. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. how to do it. Yeah. You teach. You taught your parents how to program VCRs. You can handle this. Yeah. yeah. You, you put a yeah. pillow up your grandma's head and end her misery. You can do this. <laughs> you can do this too. Just go subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, which is what it's called now, I think. If you're going to review it, don't try to embed a picture in the file. <laughs> Of yourself <laughs> nude again. Again. Yeah, that goes out to my sister. Because <laughs> we, we would have, our rating would be so much higher if it wasn't for that. Right. They just keep getting, they don't count. It just, they don't count. It confuses yeah. the computer. interface because it doesn't understand. It, it upsets the computer. The interface. <laughs> Folks, I'd like to sing a song about the 
American dream. About me. About you. About the way our American hearts beat way down in the bottom of our chests. About that special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts. Maybe All right, so I'm going to lead off with January's headline. Hell January! Yeah. <laughs> That's what we got to do. We each have to sing the month. Done. That's the addition for season two. I like it. So uh, this is actually uh, near and dear to my heart. This is on January 3rd was the comeback. My beloved Bills. They're, I'm not really a Bills fan anymore, but growing up, I was a big Bills fan. I didn't know you were a Bills fan. Sure. It'd be hard to avoid, right? Yeah, it was hard to avoid. People flew oh, Bills flags. Big flats. That's, that's big the flats, closest uh, team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or the Jets. You know, it was kind of equidistant, but we were more, you know, on the buffalo side of i don't culture. care who this upsets there's something kind of creepy about the jets the new york jets killed christ <laughs> that's a joe namath in the passion of the christ <laughs> exactly shows up with his fur coat hey it's a broadway joe i'd say two things i'm passionate about football and taking the life of the messiah the bills frank reich i believe that was his name frank rich uh, frank reich uh, led the Buffalo Bills back from a 32-point deficit uh, to come back to defeat the Houston Oilers 41-38 uh, to 38 in overtime in a wild-card playoff game. The greatest comeback ever in pro football history. Unfortunately, the Bills have not won a game since. No, they haven't won. But uh, this, this story, though, I, re I remember this game because we had taped it on our VHS player. We mm -hmm. had videotaped mm -hmm. or, you know you know, recorded it. And this was a time when we were able to like go through the entire day without hearing any news about anything. If you didn't have any friends at school. Right. Well, it was a Sunday. I wasn't going to uh, Bible school like yourself. <laughs> it could have been a Saturday, but right. No. So I didn't have any friends. My family didn't speak to any friends and uh, we wore paper bags over our heads when we went to the mall that night and ate at uh, Maxwell's Fine Bistro. The, the real nail biter in the old days when you'd tape a game with the VHS tape is if it went into OT, yeah. you're screwed. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, I think it was 90 yeah. minutes. <laughs> right. And that's, that's exactly well, what Well, I think, I think that we had pressed pl press record and left. So right. it was just like whether the tape ran out or not, yeah. which it could have, because if you had Those it games on, would go over eighteen hours at times. Some, but you, it, it, or if you had it on the like, if you wanted to do high quality, it would take oh, right. for like fifteen minutes. Right. It was yeah. either fifteen minutes or seventeen hours. Because <laughs> you wanted to get that super high three hundred by one hundred definition. Oh, the picture. first half of Three's Company. <laughs> right. It was always like jagged and tracking because like it was a tape that we'd used a billion times. That was the other thing. Like, yeah, if you tape something, you'd use the tape over and over again. And then it would just deteriorate until you were just basically watching a video of your parents having sex that was on there at some point. That, that didn't happen. Well, we've, <laughs> all, we've all been there. Sure. Yeah, of course. I just a uh, quick side note. If we have a friend, though, who had told a story about that, that actually happened to him. Yeah. I think so. I, I, I've heard many stories where uh, you pop in a, a VHS tape because you're like looking to tape something over. And but the tragedy of this particular one was that it was such poor quality that it was like nice <laughs> pornography. And then he would get kind of into it. And then he realized it was his parents. Nuh uh. No. <laughs> That's David Crabb's story. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. So he was he was like halfway through masturbating and then he was like, hey, wait a minute. But how could he? I guess it was because uh, it was like they had um, done some lighting and some soft haziness or something. It like probably that? wasn't in their home. Mm. You probably would you recognize. Right. Either of your parents butts. 
Probably yeah. not. No. <laughs> yeah. It's not like yeah. there, there was like a, a big camera, so it was on a tripod, so it was not going to pick up your faces. So. <laughs> With an 80s camcorder? Yeah. Right. Right. So we should the dark, the... it was just a bunch of shift, shifty uh, shadows. Right. And in the left corner, the date is blinking. <laughs> right. right. No, is, yeah. yeah. If you were going to tape with a VHS, like a video camera from the 80s, you had the room had to be like lit up like you were inside of a lighthouse yeah exactly <laughs> and it, right. it seemed as though the vcr or the the recorder <laughs> makers were convinced that the one thing the public demanded was to know the exact time and date of <laughs> oh, everything right, that was right, happening right, right. Like, <laughs> like the fbi asked them to put that in there so they could use it in criminal investigation or, i mean it could be it could be just or zero zero like a line of zeros in you know military time or just, something it would be just, always on the thing right. i picture some guy in a movie theater being like, what, what is it what it's uh, what is this like eight eight thirty eight a.m i'm completely <laughs> out of it if i don't yeah i mean they're eating breakfast so it's the morning i hopefully <laughs> but what time is it? it could be 11 are they late risers this is important what season me. is it it, it yeah. makes a difference what month is this are they in school are they in the south when school starts in august that's for real most of my access to any kind of softcore pornography at the time came from Fiddling with the dial on the cable box to yes. get Cinemax to come in. I can see how this could happen to an honest person. Most of my pornography from that era came from walking in the pantyhose aisle in J.C. Penny. Hot stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was basically those that was eggs. Basically it. Yeah, which seems. <laughs> Le eggs. Le yeah. eggs. Le yeah. eggs fed. <laughs> the, I call them dem eggs. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Maryland accent. Yeah. Yeah. And I, of course, yeah. saw most of my erotica in the form of ribald Rococo paintings. Mainly yeah. mainly the swing. Yeah. Hey, would you be at all interested in seeing the inside of the van? I'll take this again. <laughs> in February of that month. I think we agreed we were going to sing the month. Oh, oh yeah. February... <laughs> anyone can anyone tell me what that song that's from no I don't know. all you did was it, say the word february yeah february made me shiver with every paper i delivered, delivered. bad news uh, on the doorstep bye bye miss american pie right i couldn't mm. take one more step um, that's a song is like a 40 minute song so i'm gonna do it all just cut it i can't oh. remember <laughs> 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 we should cut that part um so I love uh, it when dan starts cutting while we're doing Cut. it, yeah. <laughs> <Cut>. <laughs> uh, moving forward in time, in February, which would be Australian summer, mm. Elton John was forced to end a concert because uh, he was set upon by a swarm of grasshoppers Man. while on stage. So this was in in Melbourne or, or Melbourne, as they say, and it, it sounds unlikely, but. Right. It does. My only note is that if you're going to set a concert in Australia... I you mean, expect some kind you of... You have to be prepared for... I would have guessed snakes, but grasshoppers yeah. sure. is sort of the best case scenario. Right. I mean, he should have been wearing a full netting. So How many you, grasshoppers do you think it's really going to make Elton John leave the stage? Because I would imagine it could just be less than four. It doesn't have to be a lot. Because yeah. if you've seen a cricket, it's they're kind of cute. But a right. grasshopper, if, if you have not seen one recently... They're big. 
But this was also a rougher time for Ellen John because I think it was after he had rededicated Candle in the Wind to Ryan White and before he re-rededicated Candle in the Wind to Princess Diana. Who was the original Candle in the Wind to? Norma Jean. Oh, Norma Jean. So yeah. he had done Norma Jean to Goodbye, Ryan Norma Jean White. is the name of the song, right? Goodbye, Candle Rose. Good- and then... <laughs> <laughs> the, the name of the song is Candle in the Wind. Okay. Right? So that was a hard time, right? Because he was getting confused as to what the lyrics actually were supposed to be. Because he didn't know when Diana was going to die. He knew it was going to be soon. Yeah, he, <laughs> he had some exactly. Yeah. He knew a lot about it. Yeah. <laughs> he would mutter under his breath on stage about, talk about Herod's a little bit. What was that song? I don't want to go on with you like that. Yeah. That's his song? All his up-tempo songs are pretty that's, bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. The, the Dan, that's- I, I forgot. What, what What's the name of that song? Oh, the time machine, it's happening. Holy shit, look at the time machine. Please, if you can hear my voice, you need to take action. We are being stormed on stage by grasshoppers. Who who are we speaking with? You know who this is, goddammit. You know by my voice, this is Elton John, the most distinctive speaking voice in all of the world. Can you not look at these glasses? Are you on stage right now? Yes, I'm pinned down underneath the piano and there are grasshoppers simply taking over the stage. Okay, I think you have to understand the situation. We are in uh, 2019. Okay, what you don't understand is a bug's leg went in my mouth moments ago. Sir Elton, do you have enough cocaine to get you through the rest of the show? That remains to be seen. I have two of my my breast pockets are full of premium blow. Yet, I do not know if this situation is tenable as stands. The crowd is going mental. There are repeat grasshoppers on everybody right now. Please send a missile through the whatever it is Look, that I'm speaking that to you with. We're, we're call it in. Call I am at, okay, I am at latitude 4962 longitude 4287. <laughs> you need to drop it. Firebomb it now immediately. Elton, I think yes, you can. Those... You may kill my band, but they are willing to sacrifice. These grasshoppers must be contained and stopped. Elton, we don't have that capability. We can't call in a chopper. We can't. We don't have that capability. I have no number to call. Then You're... which of you is a commando then? Yeah, Elton. Brian. I think Brian's a commando. Elton, let, let's talk about what you have in your pockets right now because I think you're going to have to fight your way out. What do you have with you? I just have barely enough cocaine to get to the end of the show. Okay. What about a knife? And the, I do believe the grasshoppers are after cocaine. Oh, <laughs> you, co- you, you must have at least a big lighter with you. I have a big lighter, but I'm going to need it for acing up my smoke. Now, how much hairspray do you have available to you at the moment? Are you suggesting I make an impromptu flamethrower? I think it's your only hope. But these grasshoppers, you don't understand. They've already heard me say that and they're mocking me in their awful grasshopper language. Oh, man, don't take any shit off a grasshopper. I've eaten one. Once they've lost your respect. It was okay. (laughs) It was okay. Can you eat any more? I can (laughs) see how many I can eat. I think you got to eat your way out. (laughs) It's getting... I've eaten four more since we've been speaking. Every time I'm not making a noise, I'm cramming grasshoppers into... I've eaten 16 grasshoppers. (laughs) How many more would you estimate there are on I'd say there are four million. Okay. So I don't think we have time under to eat all of these. To get 16 in. Well, we just can't do anything for you. What, what, I, so which one of you was the commando again? Then talk me through it. What okay, should I? I'm gonna be the commando, but we, you need to. Where? Well, then your get time? your shirt off for Christ's sake. <laughs> My shirt has been off. Why aren't you get oiled up? I'm not that kind of commando. Okay, understood. <laughs> now, Elton, we. 
we've established we don't have time to eat our way through these grasshoppers. Is it possible you could snort these grasshoppers up your nose, Elton? I could. That could make a rough powder, but it would be very difficult to snort this much volume through my nose. Four million grasshoppers. I yeah. can tell you. If I, any man could do it, I think it'd be you, Elton. The capacity of my nasal passages is no greater than 750 milliliters. Let Yet there I, must be a metric ton of these things. And these people, they've turned upon each other. They're not human beings. It's like they're monsters here. Many it's of them have brought snakes, and they think they're going to eat the grasshoppers, so they're hurling snakes upon the stage. <laughs> but they're not eating them. It could have been hurling snakes like Tom Jones. I had women throwing panties on stage. They were throwing snakes You're at thinking you. of when Tom Jones throws his dick out at the crowd. Yeah, no, that's all. It's I wasn't thinking that, but okay. Well, now that's I'm thinking that I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a polite lie. Society tells itself to see it's the women throwing undergarments at him. No, sir, if you've ever gone to a concert, it's damaging to everyone involved. Elton, is your hair still on? No, they've taken my dignity. No one will ever know. The grasshoppers have stripped me now to my waistcoat. And? <laughs> Just a waistcoat and pantaloons and some platform... I don't even know what a waistcoat is. Repeat, trainers. repeat, I have only a waistcoat. Over. Can you reach the piano? Can you hit middle C with your fingers? <laughs> I can, I'm hitting a C right now. Can you hear it? They've responded to the sea. They've formed uh, some kind of geometric shape. I'm going to try and hit a, a chord. Oh my god, they've just stuffed themselves in every orifice of my bass player. <laughs> They're pouring out of his gone. eyes. He's gone. Forget him. It's a nightmare. He's gone. He's done. He's I've gone. Just, I'm just trying to smash him with his own bass. <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. Tell, Are you still under tell the his piano? wife I love her. <laughs> Are you still under the piano? Can you use the uh, bass player as a human shield to get you through? I'm telling you, he's just bones now. <laughs> You're in a lot of trouble. Oh, they just found my grain. <laughs> Your grain? <laughs> what the hell is that? How much grain do you have on stage? I, we, I travel around the world. I need half a silo of oat. I have a good bit of sorghum and some... Uh, Milo and some. love that shit. I, that's that's <laughs> almost. It almost seems that they. Oh, that's, that's what why they're, they're for. Here. That's yeah. why they, you entice them it with. Could a be not even for the cocaine. I'm gonna do some of the cocaine now. It didn't Wait. help. No. <laughs> it usually doesn't. Should you cancel the concert? I must serve this audience. <laughs> I'm going to play Candle of the Wind '93 now. <laughs> Wait, no. It's Who is that dedicated? It's to? dedicated to the man. Oh yeah. shit! He's just gone. Yeah. No, I think the I think it cut out. I think cut out. Wait, Google to see what happened. <laughs> <I don't laughs> Wait a minute. Let's not Google it. Wait a minute. And this image, it looks almost as if the current image of Elton John is much bumpier, <laughs> almost like Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. That was a lot more perilous than I gave him credit for. I said there were four grasshoppers. He said four million. Yeah. Well, Yikes. the truth might lie somewhere in between. I was really actually taken off guard for all the action. We, usually we have somebody who's uh, nearly sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fed naps on the couch. Yeah. Someone named Temmie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone named Temmie. This is our first visitor in a while who's not named Tummy. Not named Temmie. Although that was Elton's given name. <laughs> Temmie. So Tumness. <laughs> I'm still standing. We're on a march. Brian, 
March, 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 March. Like yeah. On March 8th, Beavis and Butthead premieres on MTV. Created by Mike Judge, the series originated from Frog Baseball, a 1992 short film that originally aired on MTV's Liquid Television. It's about two teenage delinquents and couch potatoes named Beavis and Butthead, both voiced by Judge, who go to school at Highland High in Highland, Texas. Dan, were you a fan of the yeah. Beavis and Butthead? Uh, back in the day, yeah, Who sure. Wasn't? I loved it. At first, I was like, this is terrible. And then I understood, I kind of got, I then I fell in love with it. And then I nearly flunked out of college because I avoided studying to watch it my <laughs> sophomore year. What I remember about that show is they would show it for 24 hours at a time. Yeah, at some point they just started, yeah, the, it was like the same episode and we were so enamored with it. Yeah. yeah, I think they, they'd also do like like weekends where they'd, yeah. just, they'd show it all week. They'd show like, like the season of 23 episodes and just play it over and over again. I think there were years where MTV's operating budget was like tens of dollars. I did work, you know, I worked for the series spinoff, Daria, which came from Beavis and Butthead. And you were a created character as a background character on that show. Exactly, right. On the last episode, I am in the hallway with my buddy Rod. We are getting a tour of the high school given by Daria and Jane, and we give blank expressions <laughs> to uh, their that was witticism. Your 15 minutes. That yeah. was it. Well, actually, no, I also did a voice on one of the episodes. I did a voice for somebody. I, for, I forgot what that my part was, but uh, it was it was a big deal. It's a big deal. Getting to get in a booth. Like, I went to Sync Sound, which uh, I used to work at. So it was like I was like a conquering hero in many ways. It's like when, when you used to be on Saturday Night Live and then you come back and you're the host. Yeah, it was exactly right? like, like that. that. It's like I was serving coffee on Saturday Night Live and then I came back as, as. A, as a Gundam. <laughs> 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 Which he established as a giant robot. Uh, the people know what a Gundam is, Fed. A kind of mech. We all learned in the 1955 episode, I think, <laughs> right. what a Gundam yeah, is. Yeah, maybe. My, my favorite thing ever was they showed a pavement video, and he goes, Bivis, is this college rock? <laughs> I'm just going to say April 18th, David Lee Roth was arrested in New York City for buying marijuana for 10 bucks. Is that a lot of money back First in 1993? First of all, that's a pretty good deal for a lid. Okay. Well, that, would, that would still would have been a dime back then, right? Oh, you're right. You think a dime bag actually cost $10? I think in the 90s, that just was the definition of a dime bag, what you pay for $10. It might be a gram, it might not be. Mm. I remember when I moved to New York, I was shocked to find out that they sold marijuana here by the gram, <laughs> as if it was cocaine. Well, I heard, anyway, mm -hmm. that in Colorado, they sold it by the ounce. You know, you'd buy a quarter, you'd buy a half. Or if you were a real baller, you'd buy a whole ounce. But in, in New York, they, they wanted to sell it to you by the gram, which we, we found kind of horrifying. Which would be what you would then put into... It was uh, by the billygram. <laughs> billygram? Yeah, billygram. Oh. Yeah, it's a different billy scale. Billygram, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, much <of> a, <laughs> how much of a billygram of weed do you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like $10. Every dealer had a hollow tube in the shape of Billy Graham's thumb right. that they would then fill with marijuana and say, that's yeah. a Billy Graham. What the hell must he have been doing that he got busted for buying $10 worth of weed? And he where is just... he buying it from? From a stranger on the street? Yeah. It must yeah. Have David it. Lee Roth. I mean, this isn't really far off from No, it's very day. confusing. It, th it throws everything into question as to what really was happening here. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, like, like where was he? He must have tried to buy it from headline. a cop in the middle of an intersection in Times Square. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, he says, like, hey, traffic. officer, I'd like to buy $10 <laughs> worth of marijuana. He's like, well, get out of here. I'm a cop. You're like, no, I'm serious. Like, I have to arrest you if you keep persisting. <laughs> right. He was already in jail, I think. Yeah. And he tried to buy it from the cop who had the big key ring. Well, let me <laughs> let me play devil's advocate. Okay. okay. If you're David Lee Roth, should you be able to tell a cop to give you $10 worth of marijuana? Should should you, as the lead singer of Van Halen, be able to walk up to a New York City police officer and demand they give you drugs? Yes. I say yes. I think so. But by 93, it was basically Van Hagar fed. So yeah, he wasn't Van Halen that, right? anymore. If like, you don't think that any New York City cop working 1993 would be a huge Van Halen fan, <laughs> you are insane. David Lee Roth, you know, he seems to have gotten his life back together. He was—he just got out of jail for that uh, weed purchase in 93. So he was in jail for over 25 years. <laughs> Breaking rocks, hard labor. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think Feed, he found... Feeding license plates to sharks. <laughs> uh, do you remember when he was briefly an EMT? <laughs> This is a true story. Like, he was in New yeah. York. He decided, he, okay, fuck it, career change. Then he went and became an EMT. And my friend Jack Howell, a uh, fan of the show, listener of the show, uh, hi, Jack, was living in the East Village at the time. And hey, he, was, he was in his favorite Mexican restaurant. And this was like the late 90s. La Cocina. Uh, don't oh, God. No, it was, <laughs> I think it was The Hat. Remember that restaurant, The Hat? Okay. The Sombrero? Yeah. And David Lee Roth was there in his EMT uniform, eating tacos by himself. And uh, Jack was a big fan. When he left, Jack went and took the fork off the table, <laughs> snuck it out of the restaurant, and he used to keep it on his mantle and he'd show it to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that story's made up. It it could be made Why up. Why would you make up that story? It's just, just for because it's. Per- yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I don't so. know Jack, well, but Jack he, seems He got a shout-out on this podcast. Yeah, Let's... he did. He It finally worked. Well played, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> well played. That's amazing. That's a great story. I would have uh, faked choking, mm. right? Oh. And then get... Test got, his skills. Yeah, got Heimlich. Get, get a kiss in the mouth by the great No, you get a Heimlich. Rob. You're not going to get a mouth-to-mouth if you're choking. That's yeah, going to blow stuff You suck the food there. out of someone's... <laughs> Esophagus. Brian, you need a It's important that neither of you choke in my presence because God knows what's going to happen. Gonna I, am not, I gonna, cannot help you. Brian, it's going to get worse. Brian's going to try to suck. Brian's going to try to suck the food out of your mouth. He's that hungry. Well, waste not one night. You know what? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna wrap this one. May nice uh, mad beats. May 26th on May 26th, Carlos Martinez hits a ball off of Jose Canseco's head for a home run. And this is something that we really <laughs> when I loathe to tell you guys to pause the podcast and do something else. But if you're you you, you might just want to do that. Go find <laughs> ball off Jose Canseco's head to even to really understand what this looked like. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the physics of it. So the ball went forward, struck his head, and then went over the wall and was it still a home run. It was like a long right. fly, so its trajectory by this time was headed back Downward. down to the earth. But Jose Wait, Canseco's so it bounced up again from his skull. Right. Yes, he, he went to catch it, uh-huh. but he didn't catch it. Was he instead, jumping up to the height nope, of the wall? Or? I don't think so. He was just running back, and he uh, just it, a little off, a little just out a little of sync. off, and it and missed his glove, hit his head, and went over for a home run. 
it, it, it does he wearing a big spring on his head or something like how the no. hell does that work well, <laughs> it is it's so hard that it bounced hard enough to go into the stands also i mean jose canseco for those of you who don't know he was he is a big steroid guy and he's yeah. the only one really who is just like yes 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 i did as much steroids as i could do and he was the guy that sort of broke everything wide open everybody sort of uh hated him or just said he was like a douchebag but he sort of blew that whole thing wide open as far as uh, telling it he you know he wrote a many tell-all books yeah he's kind of a seedy yeah. guy perhaps. The, the more we know the 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 worse he seems he's but not such a hero at this time though actually a little bit no, this is earlier, well earlier. When he was kind of a younger player, I played baseball for one season before I started playing lacrosse. And um, my little team picture, I'm posing as if I am Jose Canseco. Oh, because, and how does how that pose? Just the kind of like the tough guy face and my hair was similar. <laughs> like kind of like that weird kind of like pointed sideburn. Like with oh, little, yeah. The tough fluff coming out of the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that it, is it's, tough. It's a pretty solid look. Yeah. <laughs> It's also called the Dome Run by people. Oh, the Dome Run. <laughs> no, is there a video of this as well? Oh, yeah. It's the main... Of me taking the picture of a baseball card? No. Well, that, that I'd like to see as well, but I'd, I'd, I'd really... Yeah, no, there is video of that play, and yeah. the announcers are just, you know, they're like... <laughs> They it takes them a second to figure out what happened. <laughs> They've got to go to the replay because they're like, oh, uh, uh, it couldn't have been uh. off his head. That just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. It's just physically impossible. He's a major league baseball player, yeah. not Opie Williams <laughs> or whatever. That's an, another name I made up. That's just the thing that would happen in a cartoon. I mean, he was very much a cartoon. Uh, Fed has had some uh, close calls with steroids. Oh yeah, I did. I worked in a gym once, and uh, I definitely saw people injecting steroids. Which you might not know, there are a couple of big ones called D-Ball, Diana okay. Ball. Um, D-Ball. Yeah, it's kind of like Diana Ball, I think it is. The other big one is human As growth hormone. As Princess Diana, this is another thing yeah. that's named after her? <laughs> they, what it was is uh, you could get a little bit of, the, of Lady Diana's blood, and uh, <laughs> and, and her just made her uh, the queen of the people, but uh, or the princess of the people. But if that goes into anyone else's system, like, kind of like Superman style, like Red Sun, it makes them into hitting machines. Did you? Were you a part of this? I never looked like I was on the juice. No. No, I wasn't thinking that you did it. But right, I, but you, I mean, like if you wanted a trainer, if you wanted a trainer who looked like they would be able to... T- <laughs> Tell you the Sanskrit for the uh, Ashtanga opening <laughs> devotion, you'd probably look at me. If you wanted the guy who can make you look like you were a tick, you'd probably go to one of the other guys who looked like they had a uh, gotcha. Just gotten so your up. experience is that you walked in and you would there's see a there's some a room where we would nap. Okay, <laughs> and uh, that's where it happened. Oh, the Fed's room. wearing a serape and bare feet, and he's sitting in a lotus position. My mala beads being counted he, one by one. Right, and right. meanwhile, right this next guy's to his shooting face. anabolic steroids into his penis. <laughs> right. That's so awesome. he could pick which trainer he wanted of the, the two of them. June. The month of my birth. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is nominated to the United States Supreme Court by President Bill Clinton. Still there today, I believe. Yeah. And so she was uh, that's, nominated that's, 93. That's amazing. Those careers are too long. Yeah. yeah. Just, let's just stop the podcast here for a second and let's just all agree 
We need term limits on these motherfuckers. It's too. It's just too high stakes. But now she's a uh, rapper. She, she's a rapper. Yeah. Uh, I was just making some. I see T-shirts all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, she's a. Uh, she does bodybuilding competitions. That's yep. what I saw. Like she's all greased up and oiled up. She got a spray tan on. And she's always doing this hot dog eating competitions she at does, Coney Island. She's a competitive eater. Yeah. yeah. Also in June, because this is, um, I don't know if this is something that correlates, Drag Queen, uh, that was uh, Ru- RuPaul, released uh, his debut album, uh, which had, was it Cover Girl or You Better Work? That, uh, yeah. Work. Cover right. Girl. Work. So then in July was when uh, President Bill Clinton announced his don't ask, don't tell policy regarding homosexuals serving in the American military, perhaps as a response did you see um, this week, this smart-ass reporter asked Joe Biden, how many genders are there? And he responded, after blanking for a second, he goes, at least three. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, okay, what are they? And he said, I'm not going to play this game with you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> there's boy, there's girls, and whatever the hell Fonzie was. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh, Anyway, so Bill Clinton, don't ask, don't tell. That was kind of, I think it was uh, roundly criticized. It's pretty. It was well-meaning. Not far enough and too far if you were a bigot. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, It it pleased no one. It it, it pleased no one. It was the not smoking weed but not inhaling of social policy. That was basically his presidency. (laughs) They call that the Clinton zone. You know, it it depends on what is, is. Yeah. Yeah. He he was good. He was the triangulator. It's possible that that actually got a few people out of trouble. Right? Or, or like, that would have been... It's possible that was the best you could do at the time. I mean... Yeah. Sure. I think the I think people so. were pretty violently opposed. I mean, it, I was in high school during this time where it was really absolutely not just acceptable, but encouraged to be homophobic at all times as much as possible. So, wow. And this is on, like, the, uh, you know, not far from an urban area. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine what the general feel for the whole country was. Right. Yeah. And like the kids were that way, that means the adults were that much more harder than set in that. So it's like way worse. Yeah, yeah just I mean, go watch I like guess an it... old Eddie Murphy concert. Jesus from, Christ. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean you'll be absolutely horrified. Well, there's the one where it's just like the last like ten minutes of it is this massively bummer thing about his dad like abusing his mom. And it's just there's no joke in there. It's just like a pretty graphic description of it. The the way we've moved socially on this one issue is is kind of amazing since i was a kid i mean i'm not that young a man anymore so i guess i shouldn't be that surprised that i see like these big shifts but even where we are today yeah uh it's uh, a lot different yeah i mean there's a lot to be done for sure but like i think the gap is closing so much quicker because people can identify with people who are other in this case because you can have someone in your family that is lbgt or but you're never going to have someone in your family if you're like a really conservative family that's not of the same race because you're racist so you're not going to have someone allowed in and no one just be no one tells you oh guess what Except unless if I tell you I'm Mexican, which happens frequently before people say something racist. That uh, <laughs> wait, stop! I'm a Mexican. <laughs> you gotta knock it off. 
but we're then, both gonna be really <laughs> uncomfortable. But the, there's, you're never gonna get close enough to someone who is uh, different, like ethnically. So it takes it so much harder to break it down. Now, most, did, most families also have women in them too, so that helps <laughs> then that, that you know, that's yes. a really hard set one. Yeah. Now, did this don't ask, don't tell? Was this just regarding homosexual, heterosexual, or did it just regard? Was it about anything? Just no, don't it was ask, no asking questions. It was literally don't charades tell. from a lot yeah. of the just post Gulf War. It was a lot of gestures and pointing. Sounds like <laughs> just yeah. Are did you? That was even too much. Yeah, that's too much. Was, you'd make right. you'd make the face to show right, that you were confused, it... and you make the the finger pointy. Yeah, because do do you? That was yeah. a question. Yeah, it was like want milk, but you can't even ask that. You right. can just you can just go. That yeah. was the only sound you can make. <laughs> and and that meant milk. Right. Yeah, I want milk. Hmm. You, but you can't you can't tell it. You couldn't tell stories. We, not, there were no podcasts in the army. Prince's name was a symbol. It was very hard to actually. That's that's the only period. thing that made sense yeah. Yeah. with this policy right. was Prince's symbol name. <laughs> In, in August, uh, Mel Gibson's movie, The Man Without a Face, was released. It was his directorial debut. So this was him pretty much honing the skills he would later use in uh, Apocalypto. But it was the story of a man whose face got all burnt up and made him look bad. And how he tutored a boy to get into a fancy school. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God, that sounds awful. It sounds. It was. Good. I think even in most mainstream reviews, it was referred to as a, a shit ass uh, <laughs> incent of a woman, which itself was a shit ass movie. <laughs> Do you know what Ooh-ah. I? You know what I keep thinking though when I hear. The man without a face. I keep thinking of that Billy Idol song. The <laughs> Eyes without a face. Man oh, without yeah. a face. Yeah, man <laughs> without a face. Face, 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 face. <laughs> I feel, I'm trying to remember as much as I can about this because it was a long time oh, ago. There's like a it. lighthouse. He's on a rocky shore He's somewhere. like It's like Beauty and the Beast a little bit. Yeah. Like he, I feel like this kid maybe smashed one of his windows or something and yeah. then he made him work it off. Oh by, gosh. Like, yeah, he snarled, I feel. Yeah. yeah. I was hidden in a half shadow and yeah. So like the like the one point where it's just like the all the lights on his face and you just throw up right on the screen because it's so yeah. disgusting. Oh, I thought it was just like a tiny bit of food <laughs> right in the corner of his mouth. The man with scrambled egg in his beard. He had, he had, yeah. he had that Gucci mane ice cream tattoo on his face. So that was based on a book, I think. The man without a face. This is a true story. Uh, I hope not. It would have been better if he had no eyes. Like, he literally had no face. It was like a blank. <laughs> or if he looked thing. like... I'm picturing after the Brundlefly gets shot with a shotgun and there's that <laughs> kind of like sliver of a head left. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what his character was, I would have understood the kind of trepidation people had towards yeah. him. <laughs> Right. Well, he just had kind of like a burn on his face. Yeah, he had a burn on side of side of his face, which like back in the day, when, I think when this took place, I, I think many many men had. They're coming home from war. They that was, that was a thing. I, but probably they were they were shunned. Yeah. This book was written a couple of years earlier. Right. This was written in like in like sixty five. He'd be like, I, I, don't, I don't care for that fellow. He's yeah. Couldn't if he if he couldn't keep track of his own face. It, I don't know what else kind of moral failing he has. That's how I feel about people with like broken iPhone screens. It's like, 
What, you can't just deal with that? It's like, like wait, you're just going to walk around looking at that all day? <laughs> like, That's the remake. Jesus. It's like the man with the broken iPhone screen. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just scare up whatever it is, like $90. You're just going to you're gonna hurt yourself with that. And the first scene, it's like Brian with like, or someone with a bad phone, <laughs> Brian going, um, excuse me, could I have another table? I don't. I don't feel. Com- I don't feel comfortable sitting feel where we comfortable. are right now. We have to leave. Son, don't look. Look away. Look away. <laughs> He's a man, but not not a man. Maybe he used to be. Now I don't know what he is. <laughs> how how does he help this kid get into a fancy school? I just gives him confidence in himself. Ugh. God. It'd be good if he uh, torched his face with like a, fl- <laughs> a flamethrower. <laughs> this will help you. You know, like uh, it, was, it was like Predator. <laughs> I, I remember at this time being really unsure about what Mel Gibson's whole deal was as far as being Elijah Australian. Wood. Yeah. I think it was someone who never worked again okay. because of it. <laughs> right. Because Mel Gibson probably <laughs> killed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to get in this fancy school? Oh, because he's getting bullied. Probably, probably yeah. Never-ending story. Probably, probably, probably wet his bed. Probably wet his face. Yeah, it's probably... Man with a <laughs> urine face. Can't keep track of his own face. <laughs> also, uh, Fred opted not to mention that singer Natalie Merchant announced on MTV that she was leaving 10,000 Maniacs mm. after 12 years in the band. That was in August. August. Yeah, yeah, so that was sort of a big deal to a lot of... A lot of sensitive young men, men. in 1993, <laughs> right. like myself. But you're upset, and then you realize what comes later. And then you're like, yeah, Nat had to fly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so The X-Files, created by Chris Carter and starring David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson... Or or Jillian, if you will, debuts on Fox September tenth. That was a that was the nineties for me. It's the essence of the nineties. That the show. essence of the nineties. Yeah. It's right. the le eggs of the nineties. Right. The le um, eggs of that's like the seventies. Right. Roswell. I believe in. I want to believe. Exactly. Want to believe. It's out there. No. What was the other thing? It wasn't. The truth, I want is, truth is out there. The truth is out there. Yeah. yeah. And I. Th- I mean, at the time, this was like I think one of the first times there was like a weekly drama with like a big week to week arc. Right. Yeah. Which would uh, kind of annoy me because I just wanted to see more shows about monsters at the time. I totally agree. I loved the vampires and the aliens and stuff. I did not care about the big global conspiracy. I've, I actually went back and rewatched like the first season and it is just so 90s like you yeah. like you watch it and you are so transported. So it was such a time capsule of that era. If you want to know what the early 90s were like, just watch what that was. If you're looking for that. zeitgeist. It's there, friend. Zeitgeist. That's the word. OK, so September 6th. Canadian software specialist Peter De Jaeger publishes in Computer World U.S. Weekly magazine the first known reference to the Y2K virus, which if you're really young and annoying, you, you don't know what this is, but we all thought that computers were going to go crazy when the year flipped over from 1999 to 2000. We thought... I don't remember exactly what the deal is, but when when the odometer rolled over on 2000, all the jets were going to fall out yeah. of the sky. And if you're and- thinking, like, how is that a big deal? Think about how much stuff relies on computers even back then, like the electricity, water systems, or the giant machine that holds the ghosts in check from Ghostbusters. 
Right. Any of that stuff goes down for a second. It's huge. Well, no, the whole thing was is that back in the day, back in the early computing days, they had to save space. And so when they made the date, they only did the last two digits of the year. So it was like, you know, 69. So zero, zero, when it got to zero, zero, they thought that that was going to blow up either the Earth or the moon. But it didn't happen. I I think they people worked and and they had a lot of uh, they they hastily rewrote a lot of code. Right. Yeah. But anyway, but this is seven years out. Yeah, they definitely could have fixed it. And they did, by and much. they did. The most interesting thing to me about this headline that there was a magazine, a weekly magazine called Computer World U.S. Weekly. So it's like the Charlatans and the Charlatans UK. <laughs> no, I, I just Computer World U.S. I'm, I'm going to subscribe, and it would cost me like fifty-seven dollars, <laughs> yeah. or no, probably it would cost me like a hundred and sixteen dollars a year. It's a weekly. Yeah, to subscribe to Computer World, a magazine that I get weekly in my uh, you mailbox. You sure it wasn't just called Computer World? Computer World U.S. Weekly magazine? Oh. Either way, it's a weekly magazine. Could you imagine how much content, thinking about today's world, how much content are you producing to make a weekly magazine for computers? Probably a lot of it was like a little bit bits of code you could type in your computer to make your cursor red. Yeah. <laughs> Right, to look like Satan's cursor. <laughs> if you had the green screen, you couldn't. That was like, you it know, just what... a, the amount of like the ASCII symbols you could use to make it look like a butt. Right. <laughs> Did Computer World have a swimsuit issue? Probably. It's what? probably just someone holding like a floppy dick over their fonts. That's a floppy dick is what you said. Yeah. Floppy <laughs> dick, yeah. Was... Imagine he was holding a floppy dick over a floppy disk. That's a different kind of magazine. <laughs> I imagine it was probably coming through the middle of the disk. <laughs> That was the first. What we were all. That was the first porn image on (laughs) online. Was a floppy, a floppy dick in a floppy disk. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Come on, man. We're in October, October 26, 1993. Shaq Diesel is released. It's the debut album uh, by a professional basketball player. His name is Shaquille O'Neal, otherwise known as Shaq. I don't know if we need to tell people who Shaq is. No, I, who knows who Shaq is? This was 93. This people was... probably mainly know him from the general auto insurance commercials. <laughs> right. He's like a giant man who uh, randomly is on a NBA show once in a while yeah there's there's a wonderful uh profile of him i believe it was the new yorker talking about his entourage that he lives with and how the kind of terror they lived under where he, he sounded like he was truly like an eight-year-old mentally yeah and like he would hit them with pillows and like make them eat popcorn all night it was like that that, <laughs> that like the uh sent you to the cornfield kind of thing except instead <laughs> of like being mystically sent somewhere with mind powers right it was just you're under the thumb of a 19 foot tall giant right who so can get you rent for free because you're yeah, hanging yeah. out with him yeah an eight-year-old yeah. with millions of dollars <laughs> in the body of a gundam yeah. basically right so uh <laughs> in this album so he released an album it was uh i remember the I album it was, yeah it's songs uh were called uh, in parentheses i know i got and then uh, out of parentheses skills with a z i'm outstanding that's another name of the, the song yeah i'm outstanding 
and uh, shoot pass slam. Yeah, yeah. Good one. Would, shoot. Do you want me to pass it? No. Do you want me to shoot it? No. Do you want me to slam? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it's, it's I like it when really Fed good. does it. At least. Yeah, like, there is the Shaq version must be really excellent. Yeah. Well, there's also the kind of the tearjerker uh, biological didn't bother where he took a line from a, a nice and smooth song about having a stepfather because the biological didn't bother. But he talked about Philip Harrison being his father because his biological didn't bother. It's very sweet. Because every time his, his, his dad... biological didn't bother. Is yeah, because yeah, dad is the, and yeah. then his dad came back and was like, hey, can I have all your money? <laughs> then he was like, no, Philip Harrison is my father. He gets it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I like the, impers- uh, the impression of his dad. Hey. Hey, <laughs> hey Shaq. Hey. Shaq. Hey, Shaq. Hey. It's your dad. Hey. Have your money. Hey, bud. <laughs> so it was only those three songs. It was a tearjerker, which isn't mentioned here. The biological. Yeah. Yeah. But that um, was uh, enough for a 40 minute album, is he had. But well, I, I don't know every song on there. I'd be upset if I did. I'm right. interested in this song. I'm outstanding. I think like, I think if I heard it, I'd recognize it. He did a he did a song with Fushnickens. Fushnickens. You remember them? No. They were like the ones that were like do like almost like the scat lyrics like that. I briggity wreck the back, but like okay, that. Dan, if you were gonna write a song and it started with the word I'm and it was only one other word, what do you think? I don't think it would be outstanding. Lonely. <laughs> Upset. Yes. No, I'm upsetting. <laughs> I'm upsetting to most people around me. I kind of like a song called I'm Outstanding. That's that's amazing. That's just so far from who I am as a person that I just have to kind of marvel at it. No, you're supposed to. That's your mantra. That's your morning wake up mantra. I I should download this song and play it every morning on the way to work. I'm outstanding. (laughs) I'm outstanding. I'm adequate. When I have to hype myself up, I just watch Anthony Hardaway's acting role in Blue Chips yeah. alongside Shaq, and that makes me feel good. <laughs> so, okay, so Shaq was also in, uh, he was also an actor. Yeah, well, he's, look, none of us has been in a movie with Nick Nolte, but he has. What, what, what's the diesel? What's that about? It's just a cool sounding word. Diesel. Like if you were diesel, meant you were like jacked. Yeah, he's not unleaded. Yeah. He's full of lead. <laughs> like, you remember people saying that they were cock diesel? What does that mean? No. And it's like you were like, like your like cock big is so jacked. big that it can never lift up because be like, it's heavy. But you see that, dude? You cock oh, diesel. What does that mean? Just a big, strong, like they're going to hurt somebody. Oh, right. That's how they, they describe they a Ford truck on the commercial. It's like cock diesel. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Shaolin shadow boxing and the Wu Tang sword style. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. Do you think your Wu Tang sword can defeat me? So, uh, just a few days later, November 2nd, Rudy Giuliani became New York City's mayor. He was the first Republican mayor since 1965. He was elected mayor. That actually happened. Jesus. Because of the crack. Oh, because of the crack. And racism, probably, because uh, yeah. David Dinkins was mayor before yeah. that. And uh, as we've discussed prior to this, you know, David Dinkins, well, everybody thinks that he was a failure, but actually, all of the stuff that he did, uh, Rudy Giuliani to reap the benefits for, for it. Yeah. Reap the benefits. He for essentially it. held the con- the city together while uh, he he's the one that uh, David Dinkins brought all in, brought in all the policemen that uh, Rudy Giuliani uh, took credit for. He yeah. did everything that Giuliani took credit for, and then 
towards the end of Giuliani's uh, time with New York, everybody hated him. Everyone hated him. Yeah, he was grotesque. He just hung on to the mayorship. Everybody hated him. And then 9-11 happened and he, the rest of the America loved him. New Yorkers still hated him. He was pretty awful. Well, yeah. the, the thing that with New Yorkers that he was associated with was sort of a crackdown on stupid crimes, what, what they call quality of life crimes. Broken windows. Right. I, for instance, once was walking down the street with an open beer and got arrested. Well, not arrested, but I got ticketed. And there was a time when it was pretty much totally legal to walk down the street. Not legal, but tolerated to walk down the street with a beer. If you bought a single beer in a deli, they would pop it for you and put it in a brown paper bag. They kept the speech in the wire. Right. But Brian, did you were also not wearing pants. Yeah, and I had a gun. But, <laughs> and you had a gun out of your butt. The cop who wrote the ticket said, this fucking guy Giuliani's killing us. He said, I walk around my neighborhood with a beer all the time. Like, I don't want to write you this ticket. I have to write you this ticket. You should be like, you know what? Let's not make you the victim here because <laughs> right. you're giving me a ticket. Yeah. I'm sorry How much for was that you, ticket? sir. I don't remember. You had to give him the beer. Yeah. <laughs> It was a beer. I had, to, I had to slam the whole beer right there in front of... Son, you have a ballpoint pen? <laughs> I, I had to go to court, and then I had to go to uh, education class. I was... Uh, what? Like, immediately after court, they, they sent me right up, right up to a classroom. You had to pay for it. It was people who had beer on you the street. You had to street, be reformed. People who peed on the street and graffiti artists. <laughs> That's and we all honestly to... who, I, who I would want to be hanging out with. <laughs> Those are your new friends. You find, you're like, I've made it. No, Finally, it was, I've been looking for these people. It was like nine people sitting like this with their face in their hands, embarrassed and upset. And then uh, and the people making sick graffiti, <laughs> dude, totally defiant graffiti artists <laughs> who were like, "Fuck you, this is my art." And then it was a whole debate w between the instructor and the, and then you know, fifty nine minutes later, they let us all go. So that's what happened. Oh my god! And I blamed Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, that. he was the worst, and he and he is continues to be the worst. And he yeah, continues no, now to he's be. way worse than he was then <laughs> he i don't know I mean, he's definitely he's still shitty and that's the thing and uh guess what uh you know you should listen to new yorkers because now we got this other asshole that new yorkers hated <laughs> no and one said talking about trump god no he, he was a national joke by the time he ran for president you know, like, he wasn't just New York's problem I, anymore. Exactly. I don't know, though. I, I Right. He was a national problem. But it was still like uh, some people could have st stood to just listen to the people who knew him. Anyone who voted for Donald Trump is essentially smearing feces all over themselves. You can't you can't tell someone not to do it because to put it into words, yeah. you've already lost. The argument. There's no argument you can make against <laughs> yeah. doing that. It's just like, <laughs> why well, not? Warmth? Why not? Warmth. <laughs> Warmth. Maybe that's how the man without a face he rubs feces on his. Does feces burn? I don't think so. Some feces yeah, must. Whole, you, yeah, you have like a dung fire. Yeah, like a dung oh, fire. Oh, no, he's, he's meaning is like, you're okay. saying human feces. We're, 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 no, we're saying are we, are we talking about caustic or flammable, and they're right. two different things. Oh, I see. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, so Rudy Giuliani. What, and he, what, what was his big claim to fame was that he announced that his he was getting a divorce with a press conference. Uh, he didn't tell his wife. That's how she found out? That's how she found out through the That's press conference. That's a classy conference. move. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. You, can, you can't dislike him too much. Yeah. yeah. It's impossible to dis <laughs> dislike him too much. <laughs> There's no score where that's too high. Right. Right. Or have less. You can't have 
too little confidence in him as a human being. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have enough contempt for him <laughs> as a person. I'm your huckleberry. Uh, speaking about people crushing it as human beings, closing out the year in December, on the 16th, Shannon Doherty is fired from the TV series Beverly Hills 90210. Ooh. Now, what was Beverly Hills 90210? What it was, was that? Boy, it was like a high school drama where all the characters were actually played by people in their 30s or 40s I yeah think. yeah okay and right? it took place in beverly hills and it was like a teen drama right it was one of the first it was like the first of its kind right wasn't it luke, luke perry luke and, perry and donald brendan walsh brendan the walsh. character <laughs> luke perry who recently passed away yeah god what's he, uh jason John, jason priestley jason, jason priestley, priestley. Right. Yeah, right shannon doherty heather Locklear? No, that she is. Uh, <laughs> she was in the Melrose Place. Yeah. So this is the anyway. thing, right? So Shannon Doherty, she was a main character, but she's she was like sort of the bad. She was out of control. She was out of control on and off the set. I think she was unkind to others around her. I think so. And I, I think that that's what she, she's been on many shows where she doesn't make it past season one. Yeah. Well, was she was on Charmed. Charmed. Yeah. She's a very unlikable person. There's I think something she, about her that makes you not like her. Right? I think on Frasier, she drowned like the first eight of those dogs. <laughs> she would show up on set and it's they had they'd have a barrel yeah. full of water for I guess it's a I don't know it's a sag thing yeah and she just grab the dog stick it under the water till it drowned then go now you need another dog <laughs> she kept doing that and then she, they didn't fire her I, she must have like a good agent you, well you couldn't put your hands on her because she can release electric shocks like an electric eel oh. <laughs> <laughs> what I remember most about nine hundred two one zero is like mom jeans mm. when I picture that like high waist but midriff bearing yeah outfits I mean norm core now. It's back in. All that stuff is back in now. Yeah. But uh, Acid Wash. And what was 90210 about? It was like they were Side rich burns. people. Were they rich people? They were all rich. They're... It was supposed to be fish out of the water because the Walshes were from Minnesota and, and just plain folks. <laughs> and then they were around all these like fast L.A. kids. Brendan Green. No. Something. America does not want to listen to us try to remember who these actors <laughs> I, are. No, I think they do. I think they're trying to remember just as much as we are. Tiffany. Is it David Allen? David Allen. David, David Allen Greer and Shaq Diesel is probably in it. He actually Tiffany probably, Amber Thiessen? No, that was uh, Saved by the Bell. God, I got it. We got to look is it, it up. Brian Austin Green? Brian Austin Green. Yeah. No, but the blonde, who I think uh, Shannon Doherty, they feuded with often like as part of characters, but also off the set. We had at some point, and I don't know how we got it, but we had like a, an aerobics DVD <laughs> by somebody from the cast of 90210. What do you mean you don't? know how you had it dan how did you how did you use you, you, it you secretly ordered it you, you'd send box tops and <laughs> jenny garth oh and and tori spelling tori spelling yeah tori spelling was a big one because her, her father was aaron spelling right the her TV father. impresario the right kid who wore a cowboy hat that shot himself who there's like i think maybe in the first season uh ryan austin green's character had a best friend and they're like eh. no one's checking for this kid in the cowboy hat so they had him shoot himself with his gun <laughs> There's <laughs> the gun safety one. Oh, it's the gun safety. And then there's a one, another one who got pregnant and had a baby. Maybe an someone they introduced later. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody came on for a few episodes, got preggers, and disappeared. Yeah, by X Files people. That was uh, you know Shannon Doherty. You know, God bless you. You know, we know you're. It was all for art. You mentioned our house. I what, didn't. What's our house? It was like a predecessor to this. It was like a 
family drama, possibly Canadian. Yeah, it was a family. Uh, so she with was Wilford Brimley. She was previously in a show called Our House with uh, the woman who stars as Marlena on Days of Our Lives and Wilford Brimley, American mm-hmm. icon. American this icon. Is, American if, if you read comic books, you know how sometimes they would see C issue something. Uh, Dan's knowledge of the Days of Our Lives <laughs> is C episode. <laughs> it's very it's deep and wide all right so that was the year that was the full year how how are you gonna rate this year 1993 i'm gonna say i'm gonna say check plus for 1993 definitely a check plus it was a check is regular uh plus is a little bit extra uh, Fed, what do you how do you rate 1993 go knife knife and, and again that was stick knife gun fist stick knife gun fist, fist stick, stick knife, knife gun. gun okay so that was a knife uh, for fed and brian i i usually go i think with a standard five-star rating system sure uh i think or three so or two rudy giuliani did cost this year a lot but that grasshopper's taken over Elton John stage thing. That's that's worth a lot. Yeah. So I'm gonna get this four and a half stars. Four and a half stars for I think 1993. This might, might be, be my highest rating for <laughs> a year. Yeah. It might be the highest rating for the year since we started rating years. Yeah. I sometime close to when I moved here, they had like an exhibit. At, there's a Guggenheim called like 1993. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. We should look that up, man. Well, we should start a Colonial Williamsburg style theme park based on it. 1993. We should. Yeah. It was so great. Just like hammer pants swarming, and swarming with grasshoppers. Just everywhere. People stuffing a Philly's blunt with $10 worth of weed. <laughs> right. And getting arrested. Yeah. All right, guys. So thanks for listening. That's the end of the show. That's 1993. Be sure to listen to our other shows. If you're new to the podcast, check out all the other years we've done. And check us out at our website, yearoftheweek.com. You can find us on Facebook. Or Instagram is really the best place for us. That's it. Good night. Good morning. Have a good I draw the line in the dust and pass the coffin before the feet of tyranny and I say And that's Uncle Joe, he's a moving kinda slow at the junction. Keith Lincoln is the overwhelming choice as player of the game, and the Chargers crush the Boston Patriots to win their first American Football League championship for their head coach, Jed Gilbert. How dare you!